another uh, player who was uh, buying up and looking for uh, some future stars was Andrew Forsman, and we'll be getting to see his current stars here in Melbourne very soon as well. Of course, he's part of the team that is opening up operations at Mount Macedon, uh, Macedon Lodge, which I think opens up in one month's time, the 1st of March, and we'll look forward to seeing um, those stars that we saw take plenty of the Aussie dollars out of the Spring Carnival back here in a few weeks as well, and Andrew Forsman joins us. Morning, Andrew, you well? Yeah, very well, thank you. How was uh, Caraca for you? Uh, good, still looking through. There's a, a book two sale on at the moment, so I'm sort of making my re- way around doing that. And we're lucky to sort of in the first sale secure some really nice fillies, so it's worked out well. Is that what you're focusing on, the fillies out of the sale? Um, it has sort of worked out well. I mean, we did it last year and we bought a, a well-bred filly. She's already a states winner since and ran second in the Caraca Million uh, the other evening, so it's sort of a model we've tried to replicate this year, and we've got a couple, so I'm really happy with them. Well, um, good to see that you've uh, you've got that money to spend after taking all of the Aussie dollars in the Spring Carnival, and hopefully there'll be plenty more in the autumn, and we're pretty excited that you're opening up a Victorian base here at Macedon Lodge. How's the, the build-up to the opening of the new stable being? Yeah, obviously looking forward to it. Had a lot of positive feedback. Um, we won't start off with an overly big team. We'll just sort of test the waters and get the logistics of it all uh, working smoothly, hopefully, and we can hopefully build on it from there. Have you spent a bit of time out there um, overseeing how it looks and, and what you'll be doing? I've been out once. I went in over in December and had a, a look around, and then I'm heading over. We've got a few racing uh, Saturday week at Sandown, so I'll go out on the Friday and take a few clients and have a look around then. So have you got any horses that have landed in, in Melbourne as yet for the autumn? Uh, we've got three booked to fly next Wednesday and there's a stage that will um, race the following Saturday. Uh, who are those three? Uh, Aegon, Mr Maestro and She's Lickety Split. Well, um, Mr Maestro and She's Lickety Split were brilliant during the spring. Uh, how did She's Lickety Split, split I should say, um, spell and, and come back? Yeah, she's spelled really well. Um, she's obviously come back a lot stronger, but you'd imagine her opposition will too in that time. It's a, a real developing period for three-year-old fillies, and she's come back in really good order. What do you think's her best distance, Andrew? Probably 14 to a mile, I think. Um, a mile against her own age group, I think, would probably be ideal, so that's what we're targeting. She's all but... She's done everything but win a Group 1 in Australia, so the Guineas is the, probably the the target, um, and how she goes in her first couple of races will sort of tell us whether she's up for taking on that challenge. Yeah, and, and fingers crossed, we the weather's been good over the last month. We won't have any wet tracks for her to deal with as well, which brought her undone in a couple of races. Yeah, it did. Um, that was a shame for her. Um, probably helped a few others, but yeah, she was one that really was hindered by the wet tracks, and probably cost her on a couple of occasions. So, yeah, hopefully we can get some settled together for her. And Mr Maestro was brilliant. Um, maybe just didn't run out a strong 2,500 and then um, the way the McKinnon was run or the champion stakes was run, it just didn't suit him. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he went really well. Um, and he, probably on the back up in that last race, it was just a bridge too far for him. But to give him that, um, he was brave in the derby. Maybe he didn't quite run out the 2,500. Uh, but otherwise, it was a great preparation, and he'll resume over 1,400, and how he performs there will tell us whether he's, again, he's going to be up for a guineas or we need to go further. Yeah, I was going to say, he could be that, that guineas horse or maybe even a, a three-year-old in an Australian Cup. Is that in the back of your mind? 
Yeah, they're all obviously good options. I mean, he's proven that he's thereabouts, but he, you know, to take on the older horses, he'll have to, to take another step up. So ho- hopefully he has improved a length or two and he wouldn't be far off it. And Aegon was a, a bit of a, a fleeting um, appearance in the spring carnival, but gee, he, he bounced back well. His form looks good, doesn't it? Uh, is he Is he continuing to improve, do you think, after he's had a few hiccups earlier on? Yeah, I think he is. He's, he's finally matured. He's stronger now. Um, and, you know, to only be a length off those good horses in the champion's mile behind Alligator Blood, um, given the way the race was run, I thought that, that run proves that he's up to that level and he just needs a bit of luck on the day. What's his main aim? Um, we'll kick off in the oar and then I guess we'll just work it out from there. But plenty of good options. He's just unsure whether he, he runs out a really strong mile and he's probably better at 1,400, so... Yeah, we'll just keep all options available, really, and perhaps stick to the 14 and see where we go from there. How big do you want to build the, the Melbourne base, the team over here? Oh, it'd be nice to, to get to 30 or 40 if we yeah. can, you know, get things going. Um, but I think initially we'll start off with probably just 10 or a dozen, just make sure everything's working right before we get too carried away. But really looking forward to, to seeing how we if we can make it work. And how big's your your team at home? Uh, ultimately, how big would you you want the the stable to be between the two? Um, we've got sixty boxes here in Cambridge. So it's, it's a nice number. It's easy to keep tabs on. Um, and ideally, if we could sort of feed Australia with the horses that are best placed over there and and are, are up for it, um, and just bring them through and educate them here in New Zealand, I think hopefully we can make it work. It'd be a good model. It's been pretty wet over there recently as well. Have you got some other horses that are earmarked to eventually join those big three that are coming out early? Um, there's yeah, possibles, but we haven't really thought about that too much yet. Um, it'll, be, it'll come down to just sitting down with the owners and going to each individual horse and see how they want to approach it. And if they are keen to have a go, we'll certainly give them their opportunity. How has that big wet affected your team in the last week or so? Uh, it's been here yeah, a little bit frustrating. Obviously, we've had a, a race meeting postponed today and been pushed back to Friday. It has been very wet. Um, but look, we've had a pretty light racing team over the last month or two, and we're just starting to get back into it with the autumn horses starting to step out. So it hasn't affected us racing-wise too much, and hopefully it clears up because, yeah, the next couple of months will be quite busy for us. Andrew, we can't wait to see uh, your A-grade team arrive here in Australia and yourself uh, for the Autumn Carnival. Um, Good luck with book two as well. Thank you very much. Cheers. Andrew Forsman joining us there. So Aegon, Mr Maestro, Maestro, and she's lickety-split, arriving next week and and due to run the following Saturday. Three very good Kiwi horses. and be fascinating if you can get a team of 30 to 40 at Mount Macedon or Macedon Lodge. It'll certainly be an extra added bonus for Victorian racing. There is no doubt about that.